0: G'day, horses. It's Ollie here from the Wild Horseman Podcast. Just wanted to do this week's shout outs before we rip into another great episode. Giving a big shout out to Tim Braithwaite and Mandy Wilde for your lovely comments and movie recommendations. And we love the fact that you're getting around us. So we want to send you out a couple of stubby holders so you can crush some cold beers with the faces of the boys right in your hand. Leave your details at the Wild Horseman Podcast on Instagram or email them to us at twowildhorseman at gmail.com. And we'll get back to you with your stubby holders as soon as we can. Thanks for the support, guys.
1: Hello and welcome to the Wild Horseman Podcast, where we trawl the depths of the streaming services for movies with the most
0: epic deaths. I'm Tom. I'm Witty. And I'm Molly. And today we come face-to-face with the most unfunny clown I've ever seen in a movie. Get ready to check out the Terrifier. What
2: if that guy did this to your car? What we'll guy? The clown? Do you really think someone slashed my tires? Well, he knows this is your car. He saw us getting into it earlier. Hey, handsome! Cut it out! My friend wants your to number! I'm you! What is a terror? Dawn and I are sort of stranded. She has a flat tire and no spare, and I was kinda hoping you could pick us up.
1: We have just finished Terrifier on Apple TV. Uh, Horseman, give us a plot summary.
0: Mate, uh, Jesus Christ is all I can really say as to what we've just seen. Uh, Basically, the plot is, from what I can make out of it, there's a psychotic killer who dresses up as um, what we know as Art the Clown, I believe. Uh, He has a lot of white makeup and some black makeup on his face and sort of like a tiny hat, some big clown shoes and a black and white costume. So not your most stereotypical looking clown, but he damn sure is um, scary as shite. And he seems to have a bone to pick with uh, any living human piece- person he comes across. But the rest of the plot just seems to be killing in horrific ways for no real driving reason, apart from the fact that he's labelled by other characters as a complete psychopath, just because of what they see him do. Yeah.
2: Woody, not much of a plot, really. Pretty much just epic violence and gore. Um... Yeah, no, it's it's um, it's worth a watch if you want to see some inventive deaths, but um, there's a lot of in-between that could really be refined a little bit, i say that. So 84 minutes long,
1: probably there's probably about 50 minutes of plot and that's pretty loose <laughs> use of the word plot <laughs> and there's a lot uh, of just nothing which doesn't make any sense and isn't really revisited at any stage. So um, yeah, I can see why this movie... Did as well as it did at the box office. I think we should just get this out of the way because whoa, 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 whoa. So do you guys know? I know, I know because I stumbled across it by accident. Woody knows because it's Woody's thing to know. Uh,
0: Woody, Woody, okay. Because right now, folks, Tom is almost laughing his ring off, which tells me that this was. If you do watch this movie, which I hope you do, cause it's pretty fucked up, and we'll get into the reasons why. But I, I will have my crack. Can I have a crack? Yeah, of course. So you'll have to watch this one, folks, to understand. It's very gonzo-like. It's very looks very cheaply done. So I'm going to say I had a budget of about a million, which only because I always undershoot budget. And I think it might have made... Oh, it's impossible to know, man. It would have been very, very highly rated. So maybe made $3 million. We're
2: going with a budget of $1 million, made, made $3, $3. Million. So the budget getting... for this film was $35,000. What the fuck? <laughs> and the gross for this movie was $76,376. Are you, are you shitting on my, but it's, shitting on my head, man? It's, it says that that's the box office in Russia, so I'm led to believe it was Russia released in cinemas in Russia.
0: Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> are <laughs> you telling me you can make some of the shit that happened in this for thirty five
2: grand? It's a bit of a head scratcher because you would have spent 35k on props alone. How much were the actors getting paid?
1: Nothing is my guess. Well, like 200 bucks? Considering that they had to do, they they ran an Indiegogo campaign, which is like a um, GoFundMe to make this movie, and they still didn't reach the target they wanted. So they just went with, I think the way I read it, they just went with whatever they had, and that's why most of it looks like it's shot in someone's garage, (laughs) and (laughs) like. There's and only must six been.
0: actors in it. Yeah, well, there's no cast. That's true. There's like fucking no one in it. Like numbers of people, like you said. There's maybe is there more than six that we see?
1: Uh, yeah, or well, more than six people die. So yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, there's probably about ten. There's but, probably about ten different characters. In fact, there's there's ten different actors in the whole movie. Um, which doesn't make any sense either. Because so it's
0: Halloween, right? It's meant to be Halloween. We're guessing from all the signs on the pizza shop door, that's about the only other fucking and what the girls are wearing. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been out at a party
1: and they're walking back to their car and there is no one
0: around. No one at
2: all. Yeah. Where do they park? Where the fuck are they even is, you know, the big kids trick-or-treating and people everywhere.
0: Where are they at this party? Is it a house? Is it a nightclub? I don't even know. I can't make out the location that they're in. But then they go to a pizza parlor. Without driving because she wants her to sober up, uh, the two main girls, and we'll get a bit more into it. But there's just no one around. Mate. It's just, a, <laughs> it's the most ghost town fucking place at the most happening time of the year in the United States, Halloween. Yeah, and yet
1: the they don't tell you what time of the night it is. The pizza guy says this is going to be a long night, so which indicates he's right at the start of his shift. And yet there's like
2: there's not even other cars driving by. There's just
1: nothing. Like it's it's like they went into the
2: middle of nowhere and made a movie. Yeah. I think... And there's there's quite a lack of dialogue. Like, there's not a lot of acting in this movie. Uh, There's no real plot line. (laughs) I think that we have to see this for what it is and it's pretty much a gonzo horror if you would like to see some pretty crazy and inventive deaths.
0: Yeah, 100%. If you give it credit, like we just said, for what it is, you'll enjoy it. If you go here watching... To try and watch a movie, like something that's supposed to hold itself together with some kind of plot, you will do worse than what the fucking Frightener or the whatever the fuck his name is, Art the Clown does to your own eyes because the acting is so wooden that I'm pretty sure they just found these young people who had nothing to do with the drama class and just said, Do you want me to be in a fucking movie for 200 bucks? Yeah. We've only got $35,000, <laughs> so we can't get anyone good at all.
2: Well, often horror movies are a gateway. Hollywood, right? We've Very seen strange. a lot of high-profile actors come up through the ranks. Justin Long. Justin Long, our, our boy. Justin. Jay long Jay long Love you, man. Um, in this case, looking at those actors, they really have not gone on to do anything else or had done anything prior. So, I think this is pretty much their claim to fame, unfortunately. Yeah, it's mm. never a
1: great sign when the IMDb says known for and it's the one movie <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that you're about to watch and you think, well, I know this is not going to be a great movie, so... Yeah, not, not great. Um,
0: oh, you had a question for us that you brought up during the filming. Did yeah, you... and I'm going to ask it. I will ask it because, uh, folks, if you've followed us along now for all of our episodes, and there's been a lot now, we've watched some pretty disgusting stuff. So what are, what are the boys to consider at the start of the episode if it was worth it? And I think it was, to ask the question, was based on gore and the movie's worst death or a couple of worst deaths, depending on how, how you want to look at it, would this rate in the top three episodes we've done uh, since the Wild Horseman had a third member and witty join a few episodes into it? And uh, for me, it does, because they seemingly get away with something that should be fucking... It's, it, this whole movie is just fucking torture. Like, it's not torture porn, really, either. It's just torture. Yeah. But um,
2: I was wondering about your thoughts on that. Yeah, look... Three, when you say top three movies on gore, three spring to mind pretty quickly. And yes, this this one is is up there. I will say it is up there. Doesn't surprise me. The others would be, obviously, last episode's Fear Street, Death with the Bread Slicer. Not the glorious movie, but that death, if we're picking apart deaths. Probably chuck Bone Tomahawk in there, although I was not on that episode. And the last one would be I've just completely gone blank on the name. Cab cabin, not cabin in the woods, but when they're in the woods. Evil Dead. Evil, Dead. evil Dead. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up to be fair. It. So those would be top three with this one. Maybe taking the cake for gore factor.
1: Yeah, there was quite a lot of commentary in the chat in the build up to this to watching this movie that you know that no one was really looking forward to it because it it had come with a reputation. Definitely lived up to the reputation. I'd say it's it's right up there with for me it's right up there with the sadness yeah and I was gonna say the Green, Green Inferno that those are the two movies that came to mind for the for watching this um, it's probably it's it's not the goriest because they didn't have the budget to really make everything like they, I mean they, there was one amazing death which we'll get to <laughs> but like a lot of the other stuff you kind of like there's a lot of sh- shortcuts it it cuts away a lot from the action because. You can only imagine they don't have a huge amount of money for makeup and props and stuff. And whereas, the actors like, because starving, so they needed a break because they were only getting orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. They're, drinking <laughs> they're so poor. I drink water out of the puddles <laughs> of the abandoned warehouse they were filming in. Um, but w- whereas, like, if you looked at the sadness, like, there was no punches pulled in that movie. So that movie <laughs> does it for gore. Green Inferno is a bit the same, like, the, the scene where they the little kids or whatever chew the guy, the legs off the guy, oh, pull his on stuff man, like It's pretty hard to compete with. Those things. So, but for a movie that costs $35,000 to make, it's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty impressive result yeah. on the gore factor front for sure. 100%. Credit,
2: credit where credit's due, 35 k and put that together. And like like I said, it had, had to have been all on props because they go, I mean, not Hollywood A list um, props, but it's still pretty good to see. And they must have had a man on deck or a woman on deck there that really knew how
0: to work with minimal coin in the props so i i reckon the person responsible for a lot of the the gore factor and you know the blood spray patterns and sort of just the dummy corpses and stuff did amazingly well considering the budget like you look at a budget where other movies they want to make things look realistic they're always in the millions you know when you've got dead bodies and how would that explode and stuff like this if you've just got someone who's maybe building these by hand with material that they purchased fucking fair play to them to be honest
1: Yep. Let us know what you think. We've, uh, the, the Wild Horseman podcast Instagram is up and running, so jump on there, leave comments on what you reckon, uh, and you'll also be able to see that what we're working on and what's coming out uh, will all be on that feed. So jump on there. So a little bit about um, Art the Clown. So um, the director, Damien Leone, wrote a short film called The Terrifier, which came out in 2011, but originally Art the Clown featured in uh, another short film called The Ninth Circle... Um, and he was a supporting character in that, and that was in 2008. And then there was another movie, another anthology, which is like a collection of short films called All Hallows' Eve in 2013. Um, And then uh, Leon wrote this movie called Terrifier, um, and obviously had to crowdfund and make it and stuff, (laughs) and it came out in 2016. So it looks like they made it in a pretty short period of time because the crowdfunding was only launched in 2015, it came out in 2016. So... What? would have only taken him about 4 hours to write. <laughs> <laughs> More time would have been spent coming up with the deaths because 100%. there is there's no fucking plot. There's no storyline. Really? There's no storyline. Like it, it the movie opens with the TV interview and then goes back a year and then there is absolutely there's no backstory to who Art is mm. and from all from what I understand this Art is of no relation to the Art from the other movies apart from the fact that it's the same Character in Scarecrowts um, There's no We've talked about how there's no other people around. There seems to be no kind of like um, response to his murders, except that the radio news seems to know about it before the cops even rock up. There just seems to be like there's there's so much they could have done with the backstory for art, especially which is not done. And maybe it's in the second one. I don't know, but um, yeah, it's kind of it does feel like a movie that was made purely to get as many sick deaths as you can get into sort of 80 minutes
2: yeah but we've seen movies before where there's not a whole lot of background or you know plot line established Uh, The Collector um, that moved on a little bit explained in the next one we haven't seen Terrifier 2 yet it might I think it's really this movie low budget introducing a new psychotic mass murdering clown as a (laughs) (laughs) I guess as a um, you know a, a horror heavyweight um, packs a punch it's done that but I don't think it was designed to really you know get a lot of feels on what's happening in the storyline
0: I was going to ask you guys uh, we just mentioned it is a clown character whilst we're on our general topics section what do you guys think about someone debuting on a, in their own um, feature film as opposed to in short films or being a, a supporting character another murderous clown when there's the original in It and then the It franchise has been rebooted 2017 i believe and then 2021 or whatever i mean it's sort of to me it's an it could be an homage you know like it's all good we're just giving it i mean there's always going to be new characters but i think it was just a bit of a gamble because i I could only think of the more mainstream it when i look at this guy as well like it's so comparable yeah in a way i
1: mean one of the catch lines for the trailer for this movie was it makes it look like a pony show or something which is (laughs) i mean it is a Fucking terror! That's literally a terrifying movie. Like, it's a really, really good horror movie. Obviously, from the mind of the great Stephen King. Whereas this King. is from the mind of some Damien Leone, who wrote it in half an hour and then got his <laughs> mates together to make a movie. It is pretty risky, I think, when you take on an already established clown. But we saw it in um, uh, Fear Street. The 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 homage for the killers in that were. You know, there was a Jason sort of character. Scream. There was a Scream sort of character. So, I mean, at some point, you're just going to have overlap, right? There's only so oh. many different iterations of, of sort yeah, of absolutely. killers you, you can't can create.
2: recreate. It actually it, not a fun fact, but I think Damien Leon actually went on record saying that he tried to make it as the um, least like it he, as he possibly could. So, even dressing him in black, you know, black makeup, staying away from red and shiny colors like it. Um, and then obviously, well, when we're yet to be determined, not a supernatural character, just a psycho that goes around and cuts people up.
1: Oh, I, I thought he was definitely supernatural. Oh, yeah. Well. And he showed himself in the head and then the morgue, he just... Spoiler late. alert, spoiler yeah, alert. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I remember like the TV interview, the very first scene, she said, I saw him die and then he disappeared from the morgue. But I, the whole way through the movie, like he's clearly affected by pain and hampered somewhat. But yeah. then seems to regain all of his strength as well. So, yeah. But like
0: Witty says, and like you say, and I say on this podcast time and again, we just have to sort of roll with movies these days because there used to be a lot of unexplained stuff, like the scream guy being supernatural. But then they unveil it to be unveil him to be just some guy from fucking high school who they then kill. So I guess man in costume is not necessarily, you know, the fucking. It's just one of those things. I think they just go like to make this scary. This fucker can just survive anything, mm. but. You know, you just got to suspend that reality and go, yeah, sweet. Yeah, but I think you need backstory. But
1: if you're going to make oh, it a truly like scary figure, like, I mean, look at Jason and Freddie and stuff like They've just got epic backstories that make them scary. they are developed over time. Um, so, uh, Amiana Bartley of filminquiry.com wrote that um, the film's script lacked both clear protagonists and depth in writing, obviously. Um, and then she said, Art the Clown has the potential to be a formidable, gruesome franchise horror character. He just needs more seasoning and cultivation. And I reckon so because, you know, we don't know anything about him. We don't know why he's like the way he is. Um, he's a mime, I, I guess. Like, he doesn't speak. Well, he's a mute. That's for sure. He's, he's definitely mute. That's a good um, point.
2: Yeah, it could be a mime. And in some ways,
1: that kind of... That was kind of distracting because the, the, uh, the sound wasn't great in the movie. So, like, the... the There'd be times when it would just be silent because he was doing miming, and it just felt like there should have been something else happening. And it was just <laughs> kind of—I found it a bit throwing. But you know, with a bit of backstory, maybe that would have made more sense and made him more rich as a character. But in terms of a violence character, he's
2: top t- top tier. Yeah, I I definitely had written down that this movie uh, places a lot of emphasis on, uh, I guess, acting without the. The speech, and the dialogue, the commentary, whatever you want to call it, um, a lot of the creeping around, jump scares, anticipation, and I—I I was actually thinking at one point. I don't think I've actually heard a single song or track played with vocals. It was all ominous, white noise, kind of just dark. Mm, and that's that a good point. Stays the theme because you know I love my music. You know that's what I'm always talking about in this show. Maybe one <laughs> um <laughs> We'll make it a thing. Yeah, so it is, you know, it cut, it's cutting out the noise. It's really, I guess, maybe trying to put you in that situation where you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Who wants to be locked in a bloody basement with this psychotic clown? So really putting you in it.
1: Yeah, it, it just didn't really have that sort of foreboding though. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: I think you're right when it was
1: kind of just background noise. I don't yeah. know, I think it kind of didn't really match with the feeling of what
0: was what was sort of happening. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, the guy's direction ability is not developed yet. I mean, this guy is not a legit director in terms of how to put that kind of pacing together, like the fucking masters of their craft. But where, where he has made up for that is the fucked up deaths and some very well done jump scares because, because of using a lot of silence with art, the clown, because of things like um, other characters, not being able to hear properly, like being impeded by having headphones in and stuff like that. He's done quite well in, redirecting where your focus is and then art pops out and it got me twice. Twice my fucking heart almost came out of my fucking chest and it's still, which is good because the fact that it could still happen to me after the sick, sick shit I've seen while I was recording this podcast for the last year and four months, I'm glad. But where he really got me was the death because a lot of the pacing, I was like, why would you cut away there? Why would you cut away there? Like, and I would just make a funny joke because it was going back to a completely non-scary scene, which we've also... You guys were saying throughout watching, like there was some, you know, um, continual errors in in a multitude of ways, like whether it was inflicting pain on someone or like the physical damage, and it wasn't there after the first shot was taken, or um, just like where is art now? It's about to be a jump scare. We fucking cut away. That makes no sense. But that's just the guy's directing ability. But the deaths keep it on keep it on deck. You know what I'm saying?
2: What were your thoughts on, uh, I guess, a bit of a blend of okay, we've got a jump scare coming. You know it's coming. But then sort of like splicing that with scenes of art, having a having a fucking laugh, you know, riding a small tricycle <laughs> around in, in circles and honking a horn. And it's kind of, it really takes the sting or the impact out of a death that's coming. So you're almost like, I'm not actually, this is not scary. This is not frightening. It's going to come. He's going to kill someone. How's it going to happen? You know, w- in what creative way is that going to happen next?
1: Yeah, I think I think it had the potential to to really add to the movie if it was if it had good timing and good music behind it. But the bicycle scene, it, it just went on for too long. Like there was long there was stretches. He even of crashes the, the bike, yeah, the and step. then gets back up and gets on it and then rides off. And you kind of like <laughs> what 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 are they? What is Leone trying to achieve with that scene? Like it doesn't contribute anything to the story like we know he's a psycho killer but he's not and he's and he's weird and he's obviously he's he's weird but he's not creepy whereas like if that was in um i think you guys said that's a scene similar to saw Saw, or in the shining when they ride the tricycles along like that's fucking that's creepy so i think either you've got to go all in on him just being a psycho which he kind of does or really like commit to trying to make him creepy and add a bit of sort of substance to those scenes. Otherwise, they're like, man, there's there's a minute that they could have taken out of the movie. She, and yeah. and it, it, it wouldn't have been detrimental to the movie because it didn't contribute to anything.
0: No, and it's the same as when the girl hides in the cupboard and he's out there just doing that weird dance. And the reason that's creepy is because it's what he's done to another person before that. But then it's like, well, he knows she's in there and he's pointing and then you can see her eyeball. Then his fucking head kind of comes back, but it's not close enough to be a proper jump scare. Plus, you know, it's coming and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like what is happening? And then he kind of fucks off. So it's just really weird. Like there's a lot of filler and I think it's them trying to say he just doesn't care at all about being caught. Because as we see at the end of the movie, he makes no attempt to escape, but there is no police. There is no, no one coming to help. So what the fuck is he doing? Like, it's just so weird, but not scary.
1: Yeah it's, yeah, it's not a scary movie. It's 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 traumatic. Look, don't it's get me wrong scary. out there, folks.
0: Yeah. If you have never watched a bloody sort of horror-style movie, this may make you shit in your pants. But for us, the way we get to watch a movie, we're not watching it alone in the dark house. I wouldn't fucking recommend that. That's for sure. And don't watch it with any uh, small children. But it's not the typical, like, going to stay with you. It's more maybe the deaths that will.
1: All right. Um, we might as well get into the deaths because... Like usually we'll have a couple of key scenes, but there is no real key scenes in this movie because there's not much of a plot. So the deaths, um, let's get gore gore factor feel first. It's ten, is a straight out ten for me, and it's ten for the number one death as well, which I'm when we do our shout later, I'm sure we'll all agree.
0: Ten. Ten for me. For both, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's 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 full on. It's it's really full on. Yeah. Um, shall we just yell out our favourite death?
0: Or Shall we? Will we be able to make it three from three? Is this be the third time we will go together? Because we've done this two prior episodes, haven't we?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah. I don't think we we're all on the same page in the two episodes ago. We were for the bread slicer. From I'm, just,
2: I'm just trying to think because we describe it in different <laughs> ways.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, mate, I don't know how the fuck you guys are going
2: to yell like this. Right. All right. Are you ready? All right. Count us in.
1: One, two, three. Bisecting. The to the vagina. <laughs>
2: We both said bisecting. Did we? It was. Talk us through it, Ollie.
0: Mate, I've got to say, you are putting huge pressure on me the last few episodes to come up with the the big-time plays here, but um, I am honoured. I am honoured. Basically, what we have is Art the Clown has got two girls in his sights at the start of the movie, uh, Dawn and Tara. 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 Dawn is the... I wrote a note about her. Um, Basically, I described her as zero self-defence mechanisms or... Personal safety. You know, she acknowledges there's this weird guy who's intently staring at her friend Tara. She fobs it off repeatedly. Doesn't give a shit about her tire being flat, about the possibility it could be someone who's mucking with her car. Just it's zero fuck given. Yeah, she's supposed to have been having drinks, but whatever. Anyway, these are the two girls who've been at the party. So she gets kidnapped whilst Tara is elsewhere. And once Tara has been assaulted multiple times and then dragged out to a basement, Dawn is revealed hanging upside down with her underwear and on, but her bra off, tied sort of like uh, that fucking Leonardo Leonardo, 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 Leonardo God damn it, <laughs> Da Vinci, what's that man, the five point man? Sure. Yeah, whatever. Look it up on the fucking internet. Anyway, but she's upside down. And then um, after making a bit of a show of which weapon he's going to use before revealing her, he has a, what would you call that? A fucking hacksaw. Hacksaw, yeah. It's a, it's a fucking blunt, rusty-looking son of a bitch, too. And then uh, he makes Tara watch as he bisects her from the vagine down. And it's very fucking grassy, graphic with a lot of screaming, intestines coming out, the body slowly separating, and it's uh, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. It's so full it stays on. stays with you.
2: It's really full it's on. It's very full on. Is it stolen from Bone Tomahawk?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really hard not to think that it was at least inspired by Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, yes. Bone Tomahawk came out,
0: uh, like what, a year before? Two years 2015. Before? 2015. It was released in cinema, I should say, in 2015. So it was probably filmed in 13, 14, Bone Tomahawk. And we don't know what year this was actually filmed. But the idea well, It was when, filmed
1: after 2015 because that's when the uh, GoFundMe or Indiegogo was happening. So you could you could make the case that he saw Bone Tomahawk <laughs> and thought,
2: I can do that. I'm going to put that different, in a Way different impact though. And that's because- She's presented upside down like that. He grabs the sword and you're thinking, oh, they're not going to do that. Bone Tomahawk, you have no expectation that they're going to do that. And that just literally like punches you in the face.
0: Yeah. Exactly, what we're saying is exactly right. Bone Tomahawk, What because they, they don't even start off killing him that way. They fucking scalp him and shove a spear with the scalp in his head and then turn him upside down. But this is like, we, you're pretty fucked up, man. Like, again... It brings me to how the fuck you allowed to depict this kind of thing, but also just—I don't want to get too into it. But like, bloke and a woman, it just hits differently. Like they both be so horrific because it's the genitalia. But it's just another one that's just ah, uh, it's just fucking hard,
2: man. It's hard but, to. Another one is uh, pizza pizza shop. Steve gets his head well, gets decapitated and his head turned into a a jack o' lantern. Yeah, that was similar good. to Halloween. Mike Myers with the cop. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. Very true. So, but Halloween must have copied Terrifier. Oh, yeah,
0: by our logic, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's right. So they've inspired one of the greatest of, of all time to come up with a, again, time-sensitive stunt that he could not have possibly pulled off, as we discussed in that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, no there's, no, there's no way also in this movie that he would actually be able to hack someone down with that rusty blade. Nah. Like, I mean, as soon as you hit the, I guess, the pubic bone... You'd be at it for hours after that.
0: Oh, fucking! Like, and also, but then they make they make that point by getting stuck in the skull. Yeah, and he's just like, like sort of looking back and fucking soaring away. It's just, it's fucking horrendous. Yeah. But it's also very. We made the point again. I think it's probably stomachable, and like you can take it because it is so gonzo. Yeah. Like Bones on the Hook was straight up like this is what would happen to a human if these big other humans. Had, Bone tomahawks his anus and penis and then cut him in half. Yeah, There's something, this there is was, fucking.
1: It felt something like realism in Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, yeah. Like if troglodytes were real, this is how they would kill you. This, this, yeah. Like you said, Gonzo horror. It's very, it's almost comedic. Yeah, in how put on it is. Put, so put on. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we all all agree on that being definitely the best death, and and right up there with one of the best deaths we've seen but I think it loses some of the impact because of Bone Tomahawk, of course. Um, There was a couple other good deaths. Um, Halloween Man's Head, like you said, Witty. I love a good stomping death. And we saw Mike get his head absolutely mangled by um, Old Mate's big feet. And I thought... uh, well, the Cal- opening
0: eye gouging was pretty fucked up.
1: That was full on. For well, we're talking like a Inside minute two into minutes, the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we that knew we were onto like, something. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 yeah, and then that, that never gets revisited or explained. It's kind of just forgotten about. Well, oh, yeah, we the shoot movie back, goes, in back in time because yeah. she hasn't done it yet, I guess. Yeah.
0: But why? 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 Oh, why? I mean, the the the. the Interviewer lady says some pretty horrible stuff about I oh, would if I was that disfigured, please kill me. Yeah. But I mean to eye gouge the fuck out of someone and then yourself go completely crazy like ha 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 it's like I don't get that at all. Yeah, but fuck, who knows. Yeah, that didn't really make any
1: sense. I think we even discussed at one point maybe she was art the clown before we realised it had gone back in time. Yeah.
2: But, yeah. Witty, any other good deaths? Um gosh, the um the cleaner, no exterminator that rocks up. Uh, Will is his name. I don't think he gets his name mentioned. Um, poor bastard, you know, coming to help his <laughs> mate. Mike, who's... <laughs> and he super- almost leaves. Mike, super funny character. Just loves smoking darts and, and spraying stuff. Um, he gets uh, stabbed in the head, which you've already gone from that, but Art uh, decides to continue to decapitate him while he's uh, sort of convulsing from being stabbed <laughs> in the head. So, um, no death here is quick or done, you know... Delicately, I don't know what the fuck that noise was,
0: but um, no. But also, they make you watch. So much like the sadness, and you know, we continually say Bone, Tomahawk, and there's a few movies like Starship Troopers, and to name a few. But the sadness is sort of like, all right, we know what's happening now, but then they stay on it, and this is sort of the same with with uh, some of the scenes in The Frightener. You know, with the bisecting, with the beheading. The stabbings, you know, like, there's a lot of repeated stabbing and you're seeing more and more damage being inflicted and it's like, oh, he's still at it. Like, they cut back to him, he's still fucking at it. Like, you know, little energetic bastard that he is. But movies, I think, today, we do podcasts on them and we love it. But to keep people enthralled, they're taking it further and further and further. I mean, they have to because otherwise you're going, oh, I've fucking seen it before. You know what I mean? Like, so I can kind of understand why they're doing that because it's got to keep your eyes glued to the screen because, like, could they possibly do this? Oh, yeah, they're going to do it. Yeah, but uh, the,
1: the other side of that coin is that if they made the characters someone you actually cared about, it would have a lot more impact without having to be as graphic.
0: No, oh, 100%, like. but no one cares when you've got 35 grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no,
1: no, no, I agree. Um, Woody, any, any fun facts in this movie that we haven't accidentally touched on already?
2: There's a couple, but one I, I sort of jumped on. Uh, halfway through the movie is we've seen a few movies now where the old uh, boot stomp on the head obliterates someone's skull. Uh, we've seen it in Halloween. Who may have got it from Terrifier? Again, copying <laughs> them. <laughs> but yeah, we basically yeah. see, you know, a big stomp and then, you know, poor, poor bastard's head is a, a can of baked beans on the floor. So I looked it up. How true this is, I don't know. It was a quick search. Now, how much pressure... Uh, Is needed, or how much force is needed to to smash or or basically stomp out a a human skull? It would it would take two thousand three hundred newtons, which is the equivalent of two hundred thirty four point six kilograms. Now, what's at this like sort of pinpointed onto the spot? Correct. So, looking at that, I mean, obviously, without getting too far into this and going down a rabbit hole. Art the Clown is not a very big character and Michael Myers is. We understand that he'd be able to do that. So I'm thinking, nah, it's not possible for this clown to actually do that. Took it a little bit further uh, on a study that was done that uh, the force or the Newtons that um, a fully grown male stomp can produce is between 8,494 and 9,016 so Jesus. I was a bit surprised by that. Uh, which means yeah, you'd be able to obliterate a skull. Good to know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah if Witty's work, there we go. He looks up his search history. <laughs> yeah. It's for this podcast, <laughs> yeah. I swear to yeah. God. Exactly right. you um, have to yeah. have a few you, you must have to do what they do in the movies. Well, I mean, they're unrealistic because they do it two or three or one or two times and the head explodes. But you can't just do it on two fucking goes, can you? You got to, buddy, break through and then just go. But it was like stomp,
2: stomp. His head was still intact and he was like looking up at the sky. And then next stomp, it's completely smashed.
0: Yeah, maybe it just gives way. Fuck knows. Yeah, possibly. Tell you what, we're never going to be able to find out. No. (laughs) I hope I never, ever have to find (laughs) out. Either on the
1: receiving end or the giving end.
2: Mm. In regards to fun facts, uh, Art the Clown is played by a gentleman named David Howard Thornton. Massive shout-out. Did a good job playing him. Uh, now, he was previously or used, has worked as a mime, which he utilised for his performance. So um, that answered Tom's question. Uh, Bree was saying as well, he's very good at acting without speaking and using his eyes and body language. So uh, he did really well there. Uh, during uh, the audition for this position as Art the Clown, he began, uh, he began miming. Um, he basically had a a prop that was a decapitated head um, and then he started playing around with it and then salted it before starting to lick it which the directors thought was um, amazing and he got the role Um, what the fuck (laughs) dude this
0: guy's a fucking
2: freak yeah man he really got into the role Um, another one he during filming um, when they were having a break actually across the road from where they were filming two ladies were actually having a fight so he stopped and just started staring at them and started waving, so it freaked him out quite bad, apparently. And, and so it would. <laughs> um, and one more: uh, we were talking. A large portion of the movie is in like uh, tunnels or um, underground basement. Kind of wondering, you know, where the fuck are they? Um, those underground tunnels were actually filmed in an abandoned hospital, Sea uh, View Hospital. Which was once the largest tuberculosis sanitarium in the U.S., and those tunnels were used to transport dead bodies. So, mm. the you know, fun fact to add a bit of creepiness to to the movie.
0: Fucking creepy as fuck.
2: All right, we've got some questions for you guys. <clears throat> Actually, there.
0: let's do, let's do our guess of deaths.
1: We've got our favourite death. It's the bisection. Yep. How many deaths do you reckon there are, Ollie?
0: Okay. As I always have to fucking do, I'll go back to my page. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. Uh, I don't. I think I didn't include one. We, I mean, including one we didn't see. Although I might have written it down anyway. Seven. I'm gonna go with seven. What one are you including? Uh, the beheading where he's a jack o' lantern, but we didn't see him die. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, I, incl- shop, I included
1: right? that as well, Steve, the
0: pizza man. Steve,
1: um, I got nine, nine, but I didn't include the TV presenter at the, in the at the start because I don't know. I did if she that. died or not
0: because I thought she was still alive. When... Well, there's no, she's not definitively dead. That's a fair comment. I think I munted up by putting that one in there because she's still alive at the end of the attack.
2: Witty? So I. have Obviously, look these things up. Um, it's got 10, but yeah. two of those, one or two of those that you might not be sure about. Counting them off, yeah, the yeah, Monica was the the journal, the interviewer at the start. They've counted that as a death and they've also ca- counted Art the Clown as dying.
1: Yeah, I had that down.
2: Yep. I still, didn't still either. Still only got nine. Yeah, well, that's so, why I had so seven. It would be the news reporter. <laughs> you didn't include her? Oh, yeah, of course. Yep, there we go. And... Ollie got seven, so <laughs>
0: What I didn't include art and I didn't include the news reporter uh I didn't include the news reporter. I didn't include Pizza Guys. I got one of the pizza guys. Maybe I didn't get the guy that kept complaining about time and a half pay. Beheading the cleaner I got uh fuck. I didn't get old mate who I thought was in Brooklyn's Cat Lady finest or Cat Lady. So there you go. <laughs> fuck me dead.
1: Cat Lady we actually didn't see die. But I think we can safely
0: assume she dead. Well, her titties did. were cut off and was being worn by Art. Yeah, and she had been sculpted scalp, as well. Yeah, yeah. Her hefty. brain was out, so yeah, it was full on. Uh,
1: all right, I've got a couple of questions for you guys. What do we think of the title of this movie? Terrifier. When, now that you've watched it,
0: does it fit? Is it, is it the right title? I like the title, strangely. Um, I find it a bit of a strange one. I just don't know how, Like that Terrifier... Is not really a thing, is it? Is it in the Oxford Dictionary? <laughs> I don't know, but no, nah. I agree with you. I think now but you're not going to call Art the clown, <laughs> but you could. I, I think that would be
1: perfectly acceptable. Like, I mean, it is it, right? But he's a like pennywise, so I guess it's not really it. Um I was just, as we were watching, I was like, it's not really a scary movie. Like, he's not a very scary character, and so I think Terrifier is maybe like a like a bit of a simple title. But that's just my thoughts. Nah, I just think it's catchy. Like, you're going to remember it. Yeah, and the poster is excellent. So, yeah, poster does great. look scary as shit. Artwork's yeah. sick, yeah. Uh, is he immortal? Uh, I think we've already kind of touched on this. Yes. I
2: think so. He's got a lot of tricks in his bag. Maybe it was a prop gun and he had... Um... <laughs> his brains were still hanging out in the morgue. Yeah, could be fake. <laughs> could be fake, yeah. There's fake head explosion. Yeah. If not, I mean... Uh, at the end with the lights uh, flicking on and off and strange shit's happening and he is resurrected then yeah maybe he is supernatural um, um, I think strongly supernatural yeah supernatural no no, no
0: um,
1: how much overtime would you demand from the raffles if you had to as Steve said to his mate grab a mop and some bleach and then clean up the shit and piss that Art left all over the pizza shop toilet I would resign
0: <laughs> Uh, there's a few people that work there that'll push into it then I'd leave there's
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably people that had to do that to yeah,
0: be honest. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's stories for another day that's um, yeah. nah. that's another whole podcast that we can bring to you people in <laughs> <at> another time <laughs>
1: do the people of Miles County not have Uber what the fuck like they they, they find the car slash tyres order an Uber did we see oh, at bro- any bro- point- broke a
0: joke though it could be broke joke that's why they drove there she was willing to drive home drunk because they have no money maybe. I mean, they're younger than her, they're her sister who's at college so they could just have fuck all money. Um, also, 2016, Uber was still quite new. Um, she probably would, They probably would have been relying on cabs and as we know, there's no one else in the entire world that lives
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. Actually, I, I completely forgot something that might be a good fun fact. You know the scene where they're sitting out the front, she's sitting in the car and we're like, how far are they from the pizza shop and how is it getting radioed in already? And um, flashing lights drive past. That wasn't in the movie. That was actually a car just driving. It was a, It was actually an ambulance, but it looked like a cop car. It was an amb- yeah, ambo just driving past randomly. Oh. And they <laughs> caught it in the movie. <laughs> yeah at the exact right time that's so wow. that good for them yeah that's how poor they i didn't were. think that that would be a relevant fun fact i'm like no one's gonna care about an Ambo driving past but yeah now but I-
1: when you watch the movie that will make a lot of that make a lot of sense
2: it certainly does
1: um we touched on halloween where is everyone um what do you like I said why wouldn't they've seen the cops driving past and how did the news know about the pizza hut, the pizza shop slaughter before the cops got there or something because they were parked park Fuck literally no. around the corner and they see. Well, nothing. apparently a
0: witness called him is what you hear yeah. on the radio, but who?
1: Yeah, was it Art? They can't speak, so it wasn't him. <laughs> um, and my last thing is, you could definitely run away from Art.
2: How fast can clowns run in giant shoes? Oh, yeah, he did not move quick at any point. Silently, <laughs> yes, but not quick.
0: Yeah, you could definitely get away with him. Two. Very quickly, two classic movie tropes. One, Art is incapacitated severely by being hit with a piece of wood by uh, Tara. She then challenges him to get up and fight her where he starts blazing away with his gun because he doesn't fuck around. The other one is Tara's sister running back inside a building when she was already in the clear. Just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So don't worry about if you can run away from him. They just choose fucking not to. Yeah.
2: Anything else, lads? Um, This movie got 5.4 on IMDb. So for no. the. the no, I mean, it's not good Exceeding my expectations. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a five. Fucking pass, yeah. For, yeah this, it was pass. filmed in Trenton, New Jersey, if anyone cares. Uh, we obviously know that there's a sequel coming out. And there's a couple other bangers in 216. Um, we saw the movie Split come out, Don't Breathe, Ten Clover Field Lane, and The Conjuring 2. If you'd like to take a trip down memory lane and watch some 216 horror flicks. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Some of them are absolute bangers, Uh, particularly the third one you said, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for
1: joining us on the Wild Horseman Podcast. Um, And as always, you can follow us on Instagram at our newly established the Wild Horseman Podcast Instagram page. And we are all on Instagram as well. I'm at Tom Wildy,
2: Ollie is at Wildy Ollie, and Witty is at Witty151. If you like what we're doing here, hit the subscribe subscribe button, tell family and friends and leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us to get the show out there.
0: And if you do leave a review for any movie on Apple Podcasts or email a suggestion, we'll send you a prize. They're here, so get involved. The stubby holders have been going out for a little while now and you can hit us up on twowildhorsemen at gmail.com or on on any other socials and we'll stick any movie ideas on our list. And until next time, we are The Horseman.